Descaladeada. Hey everybody, and welcome to yet another Sunday evening, Descaladeada. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada on camera control. Can't stop, won't stop. That's right. We're, We're running a little bit late, but it's yeah, all for good reasons. It's reason. Lady Ada o'clock still. It's all, but all for good reasons. Yes. Today, yes. we hung out with Jeff and Ingrid, and here we are at the Adafruit factory. I took a photo with this, uh black and white camera that we rented yes. uh, for other reasons, Yes. but I just wanted to say it was great to see uh, Jeff in person. We've worked with Jeff for years now, and it was great to see him in person today. Taller well, than expected. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I mean, I look quite short. Yeah. Well, we've only seen each other on HD video. I know. So, anyways, uh, and uh, tune in this week, show and tell, ask an engineer on Wednesday, you'll be able to talk to Jeff and more. That's right. Special so edition. this week... Lenita. Yes. We're exhausted, but... I'm exhausted. <laughs> but we're doing this. I'm exhausted, but I what, thought... What, what do you want to talk about that we... Well, uh, I thought we could week. do a super uh, chill video where I do a stemification. I'm, I'm kind of going through and just finishing up the last uh, sensors that are I2C only and converting... People ask if there's a sensor that is not stemified, they're like, when is it going to be stemified? I mean, whenever I get to it, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of going backwards in time. I did, I did you know, some really recent ones, I did some very popular ones. I mean, I did, I did do quite a few. We're really getting to, to many of them at this point. Yeah. Um, and I did, uh, this week, I um, designed the Vemmel 7700 over, that was actually like the last sensor before we changed over to QT. so I think we did that as a leak. But I thought I would do um, this one, the MPL 3115A2. There's also the MPL... 115, but that one is actually being discontinued. It's no longer being made. Um, let me check. But MPL 11 something something. Well, I've got a question for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A question from the audience yeah. here. So during this chip shortage, do you, has there been more chips that have been discontinued or more chip introductions? More have been discontinued because chips are discontinued well in advance, and so that hasn't ended. It's like if they Has were it accelerated? Is there more discontinued no, discontinuances? The, no. The oh, parts that were discontinued okay. discontinued. It's just that usually you have a little bit longer, but it's just there, it's just happening. It's The discontinuation cycle is happening. It's just usually it stretches out a little bit longer, and they're, they're just ending it faster. They're, oh, they're just like, we're not going to even string you along. It's just over. Yeah, it's really <laughs> over. So I thought... Um, you know, here is the, uh, sorry, this is the MPL. You can see I haven't worked on this since 2016. This is a very old, old sensor. Oh, no, it's going to make me log in. Oh, um, if you want to if, switch out, I'll, I can log yeah, in. Yeah, if, uh, if the um, Prox Trinky Eagle files are published yet, they'll probably be up there with the learn guide or the yeah, repo soon, right? Yeah, they'll come eventually. Yeah. Please don't just accuse us of not doing open source Don't anymore. be a dick. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I think we released it on like a couple days ago. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I am logged in. Okay, I'll go back to the... Okay. Um, okay, so this is the, the old file. Um, it's quite ancient. Uh, and this is, you know, the old style where... You know, this actually was when we started at least putting the power pins on the left, but there's still, uh, the ordering isn't set for um, these pins. And so this will change because I now do power, ground, 3-volt clock data, and then, you know, whatever other pins. Also, of course, the shape is going to change. Um, we use a, a dual FET for um, 
level shifting. You know, we still have the level shifting because it's a 3.3 volt chip and we want to make sure it works at 5 volts and we have a power regulator. But some things are going to move around a little bit. Um, to make it easy, I actually, uh, I have a um, STEMIQT, like generic um, layout that I've um, come up with. And it kind of is like, hey, you know, 90% of my boards are, are kind of like this. So, you know, it has the generic name, description, yeah. this little spot in the center, and so where I put the chip. So it's actually not too bad. I can um, I can go over to here. It's a template. It's a, <laughs> it's a template. Um, and I can grab this and uh, paste it in here. And uh, I just have to change like this 3.3 volt is slightly different symbol and also uh, I already have a 0.1 microfarad cap so I can delete these I'm going to change this package to be 0603 to match the other one other than that you know it's it's kind of almost ready to go I don't think I'm going to have the two interrupt pins honestly I've never even seen anyone use both so I think, you know, in this design, I'm just going to drop the, the second interrupt. And I think that's fine. Because that way it, it fits nicely. And then this goes in here and it just sort of fits. And then I can put this capacitor here. Let me see, this is... Let me update all, just because I think... Yeah, these packages change a little bit. Do you want some uh, questions tossed your way that is maybe not related? No, let me finish this and then we can we can get to stuff. So then, you know, I have to route out the board. Um, which again isn't too bad because, you know, like you can see this is uh, pretty straightforward. You know, I, 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 I don't have to route everything, just the stuff that's uh, yeah. that's new. So, you know, this, this interrupt line goes there. This uh, goes here. Um, let me uh, move this around. Let's see, this can go around here this way. This can go around this way. Let's see how we're doing. Five air wires. Don't like using this resolution, but it shows it better on the, the overhead. For this, I can uh, I can come up here, bring this down, bring it over. Are you worried AI is going to take over your job? Not really. <laughs> I can't even get humans to take over my job. <laughs> This is, this is one of the things that no one can handle the nuance of this, like, one day, like, so I, I did a blog post about how um, AI, it, there, there's a company or a group that's trying to make AI be something that can be listed on a patent, and our patent system is like, hey, it can only be human, stop, stop doing this, and so it's, like, cranking yeah. out all these, like, AI patents and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, it's not, and they're just like, look, it came up with a beverage holder. Like, yeah. It's just like red ants. Yeah, it's kind of useless. 
Okay, so let's see how we're doing. Yeah, it's like we want to work with the AI and with the robots. It's not a us versus them, because yeah. if it's us versus them, they're not going to like design boards like this. Not going to happen. No, they're very lazy. Um, <laughs> they really don't want, they don't want to do work. If I was an AI, I would just put solar panels in orbit and just be like, hey, I'm going to chill out here for hey, a while. Hey, I'm done, yeah, truly. All right, let's see. Let's put in a little ground pad here. Okay, so now we are going to... Bring this over. Grounds are easy because you can just drop a, a via. Yeah. Okay, how are we doing? We have two air wires. So this one. Final air wire is, oh, it's over here. Oh, interesting. Okay, so maybe. Go like that, and then this is gonna complain about the ground, and I'll put maybe a small via there. Okay, and that's it. Not too bad. Um, Not too bad. Do you like to make this centered? Because I'm a little neurotic like that. So then yeah. I just have to clean it up. Oops. This over. Coming soon to the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Super Mario circuits. It's not elegant, but uh, it's effective. You know, you just I sort of take advantage of having a ground plane. I just kind of paste everything into the ground plane, and then um, I changed the name. I think it was MPL three one one five A two, which won't fit. Make that smaller. No, it fits. Yeah. And then this is a. Uh, I'll altimeter. I think it was a pressure altimeter. Yeah, I mean, um, it's fine. So, you know, this way I can order this on my next time I order, you know, panel PCBs and. You know, it uses all the standard parts, so that's pretty easy. It does require a new stencil, 
But uh, I'm kind of used to that at this point, so I don't really, uh, I don't really care too much. And then um, I did drop the second interrupt pin, but you know, I kind of, uh, I'm kind of okay with that. I don't think anyone, again, I don't think anyone ever used the um, the interrupt two pin, so I think that's fine. So then I'm just going to save this as this is a MPL three one one five eight two rev b. That's it. That's how I do a stomach QTification. I mean, thankfully the software is like cool. identical. Um, I do like to put these in a new folder. And this is, you know, you can see that originally I used rev, we used number revisions, but then that got really confusing because it's what's a, what is minor and major and like, it's got confusing. So we just do rev and letter. So I'll commit these. The only thing is my, my, Git repo is really large. This can take a while to, to kind of come together. Um, but I'll, uh, and then when it when it like caches together, I'll I'll commit it. Okay. Yeah. All right. You want to do some questions yeah. before so you do some questions? Yeah. All right. So uh, first up, random question: Which Teensy do you use for your ARM flasher tester? I tend to use an, uh, the Teensy three six when I need USB host to test a USB enumeration. Otherwise, I actually use a Metro M0, honestly. I use a Metro M0 and a Metro M4 all the time to do SWD programming. It's fine. You can really use anything. It's, it's all bit banged anyways. Okay, right now, does Lady Ada design all the Adafruit layouts? Yes. Or two. Okay, uh, you've been a huge guiding light in electronics for this person, cool. Uh, if AI could take over your job, that means you're in the wrong job. Probably, Rain well, Tuffle. Next yeah. up. Um, where is, uh, where'd it go? Oh, why is the angle DRC important? It isn't. It's just, it's just if you're, if you were kind of OCD about it, um, it really doesn't matter. But some people really like it, and so I, I turn it on and keep it on. Um, a multiple of 45 degrees is more manufacturable? No, it doesn't actually matter. But it, things uh, tend to fit better. Okay. All right, so let's uh, hit up this week's great search. Ready? Okay, let's do it. Okay. Where is Every single week we do the great search, brought to you by DigiKey. Thank you, DigiKey. And Lady Ada uses her powers of engineering and smarts and more to search the DigiKey site to find the parts that you need. Lady Ada, what is this week's great search? Okay, this week's great search um, is, uh, you know, it's funny, is, is, is half of the time the great searches are things that I personally am searching for during the week that, um, you know, I, I can't get or um, got discontinued or whatnot. And um, so this week is... Um, a part that we use in a lot of our boards for polarity uh, checking, uh, we, instead of a diode, like is polarity verification, um, or sometimes for you know turning on and off voltages and stuff um, and loads. So let's go to the computer and I'll show I'll show you the part. So this is a board that uses an AON7401. It's a P-channel FET, and in this case, what it's doing is it's verifying that the power that comes in from this DC plug, this power pin is uh, positive polarity. You know, how does it do that? Um, well, this is, you know, it's kind of twisted, but uh, this is the gate, this is the source. So as long, so this, compared to this has to be negative. So if this voltage is negative, this transistor doesn't turn on. 
and so um, there's no uh, uh, voltage here. Um, if this is a positive voltage, first off, this does turn on, and also there is a, a body diode that turns on. So the body diode doesn't matter as much because the transistor gets turned on. Um, but what's nice is that, uh, you know, why use a PFET instead of just a normal diode? Um, much lower uh, voltage drop and um, uh, much higher current throughput, much lower, um, uh, much less heating because there's a lower uh, voltage drop and current. So, and also they can be a little bit smaller. Um, you know, diodes are great. Use diodes. These are a little bit more expensive. There's also, you know, these don't have as, as high a voltage uh, capability, um, but they're, you know, pretty much good enough for um, most polarity tests that we have to do. So this is um, AON7401 and uh, love that AON7401 except for it's uh, no longer available. It is obsolete, it's not manufactured. And this actually happens a lot with transistors. Um, transistors, PFETs, NFETs, you know, FETs in general, uh, power FETs, I've, I've kind of had to do a couple revisions with them. They, they seem to kind of cycle in and out. I think that um, they're based a lot about what manufacturing capability is available, what you know, pricing, you know, people are willing to pay, et cetera. And then they kind of get cycled out. The, the, the good news is that there's always other transistors. The bad news is it's a little annoying to find the drop-in replacement. So, um, you know, we've been doing a couple tough ones lately. I thought I'd show this because, you know, transistors, it's not like some parts we've shown where it's like, well, I want the exact same specifications. You just want something as good or maybe as good as your, you know, your requirement is. Just because this transistor has a VGS max of 20 volts doesn't mean you need your replacement to have it. So you do have to check your design uh, to make sure like what you're using it. And, and, and ideally when you tr design transistors, I, ironically you think it's like, what's the big deal? It's a transistor, you know, PN2222s are available forever. Specify what is important. Is it the VGS? Is it the RDS on? Is it the capacitance? What is important about the transistor? What specifications do you have to hit? Um, because when you have to get a new transistor because it went obsolete like this one, you'll have a much, much easier time. So do future you a favor, specify your transistors. That said, let's see um, what we can do to find a replacement. Now, the first thing, first off, I'll, I'll open up another page so that we don't, uh, so we can always refer to this. So it does have some specifications that are important. It's a uh, 12 amp ambient, 3.1 watt, uh, you know, ambient, 8 DFN 3x3 um, package. It's a PFET, it's a MOSFET. So let's let's go down and we'll find um, what do we want to have similar when we're looking for, you know, we want to, want to match up. Well, first off, we need it to be a P-channel MOSFET, okay? No question. But a lot of these other specs, again, you don't necessarily need it to have 14 milliohm RDS on. You just have to have something that has good RDS on. Maybe it has to be 14, but you maybe it could be less. Nine is also good. You're not going to be, you're not going to match specifications exactly. That each one has very weird mini specs that you're not going to match. So um, we're not going to be able to match those here. I wouldn't recommend that because you're going to cut down the number way too much. Um, what is important is that you want to have the package match because I want, I really don't want to redesign my PCBs. Chances are you don't either. And I like this 8DFN package. Now, the thing about this 8DFN package is it's like it's a kind of a weird package. 
and it's called different things like different companies have packages that are named something similar and you might be able to use it in the same package but they're not named the same because like once you get into like the dfn land and some qfns and like the, the names get like really weird especially with mosfets you get like weird cursed packages with like little you know gates and then the drains massive and the source is like five places so in this case um there's only six items that are eight dfn three by three but that's because like there might be other names for them but if we call it an eight power vdfn suddenly like there's 140 options and so i'm going to go with this because i can then um i can drill down by the package size again knowing that like each company might have a slightly different name they're called like hyper power fet package like who knows mm. the name of the package it's not it's not standardized like soic or tsop or dip a little annoying but again this is why we're 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 doing a tough one um i do want something that is active because i'm not going to go through this again in a week i want to i want to get this done get this done fast uh and i'm going to say normal stocking I don't want to, because I, I need to buy a bunch of these. I don't want something that's, it, it's okay if it's not in stock today, because I actually have about a quarter's worth of these uh, transistors. It's just that I'm going to need more real soon. So I'd like to order ahead of time. And as you can see, there's all sorts of like ridiculous names. Um, there's 8DFN 3.3 by 3.3. There's 8DFN 3.3. There's the 5.6, and I'm not going to be able to use that. But I might be able to use the 3.3 by 3.3. So I'm going to have that and then EP is an you know, extended package, maybe HSMT I can use. I don't know what these TSONs, VSONs, but anything that's about three by three, toss it in. Let, we'll sort them out later, right? We'll just, let's get, let's get the options and we can always look at the data sheets and sort out what we want. Um, because we got 56 options and yeah, you can see like, they all, they're, even if they're called something different, they all kind of have this same game going on here. You can see that there's like these little legs and then there's this one big package, the heat sink package. And then, you know, they look a little bit different maybe, but they're probably all going to work fine as long as the outer shape and the pin pitch is the same. And again, we'll sort those out later. Um, okay, so what's important here? So what's important to me for this is... Um, the RDSON is kind of is kind of important, right? Because I'm passing a lot of current, and honestly, that's going to dictate a lot of what currents be you know being able to pass. And you know, current is, depends on the heat sinking, blah blah. But the RDSON is the RDSON. I want that to be nice and low. Um, now, thankfully, this one has an RDSON of 14 milliohms, which is quite nice. And if you look down here, let's see what's available. Um, you know, a lot of them are, are 14, you know, there's not, there's some that are really high, but, you know, I can, uh, I can pick, you know, let's say 18 and below all of these. So let's filter those out. Another thing is, uh, you know, the VGS, right? What is what is the max voltage that I want to protect against? And um, this one is, I think, 25, plus or minus 25 volts. Now, I don't need to be plus or minus 25, but I do want it to be over 12. So I'm going to pick out the 12, 20, and 25 VGS maxes. So that, give me, that gives me 34 options. Um, capacitance, 
I don't care about uh, power dissipation. I don't think that's going to be an issue, really. Um, VGS threshold, you know, all these are um, three volts or less, and, and honestly, because they're used for this is used for five volt power. All of them are used for five volt power, so all these are going to be okay. They'll they'll turn on nice and hard. Um, so let's see what is available. Okay, we have a couple options. Um, all of them look pretty good. A lot of like low, you know, milliamp, uh, high, uh, low milliohm, high ampere ratings. Um, I do want to try to get one that's a reasonable price. Oh, one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna do is I'm gonna exclude uh, marketplace items, and then I think I'm also going to, since a lot of these are out of stock, I think I'm gonna do in stock. Yeah, it's like nine. Um, so it looks like we have a couple options here. There's the PXP 018, uh, RQ3 from Rome. All these look pretty good. If I want to be more picky and I want to say only give me, you know, the, the, uh, whoops, not this one, the 20 to 25 volts, this gives me six options or so. Um, this one is, you know, of course, always sounds great whenever you have something with the same part number, like 7401, AO7401, DMG8401. So this one, this one's a good, wait, non-stop. Uh oh. That's weird. It says it's, yeah, I noticed this. Uh -oh. Sometimes uh -oh. <laughs> people buy them right when you think. But, uh -oh. um, you know, for the pricing, and if I want to, I need about a thousand. I think this, this is probably going to be my option. Of course, I'm going to verify that this package works. I'm actually going to buy five of these and then solder them on and make sure that uh, they work in the use case I've got. Um, but it looks fine, and there's a couple thousand in stock, and the price is about the same. Um, you know, I can compare the specifications, but they're almost identical, and this has a better RDS on. So mm. this is going to definitely, um, you know, this says continuous drain 12 amps, and this one is also continuous drain 12 amps. So this is a very nice alternative. It's pretty much a drop-in, as long as the, the pinout is the same, which it, it probably will be. Okay, let me do a question. Yeah. Let's assume you don't find a drop-in replacement. Is it worth maintaining two variants of the same breakout? Um, well, if it's discontinued, then no. You know, if it's discontinued, you just cut your losses and you move on. Okay. And we'll do one question after the yeah. uh, segment's over. Okay. That was a great search. Thanks, everybody. Where in the world is that part I need? The great search with DJ Key. All right. So, uh, someone had a question is, if they're pretty confident in Eagle for obvious use, but they see stuff in KiCad, is there a good way to load up KiCad projects in Eagle? They mostly want to switch from some components, reskin boards from Oshpark After Dark. I don't know if there's a KiCad to uh, Eagle CAD importer. I know there's an Eagle CAD to KiCad converter, but I know it's yeah. also not perfect. So I honestly just redraw it. I know it's like not great, but so I've me, done it. Let me give folks a little bit of maker history that'll never be anywhere. Here you are. You're listening okay. to maker history. Why so bef bef before Eagle was sold off to. Autodesk, mm. Lady Eight and I, and uh, Evil Mad Scientist, Wendell, Wendell, Lenore. and Lenore, uh, we spent a lot of time talking to that team. They were based out of Germany, and we're just like, hey, please make it so you can export Eagle stuff via like an XML format so it can be imported to KiCad. And they did it, and they listened to us, and that is one of the things that is like around, it'll probably never go away, 
and it was, uh, I don't know, seven years ago or so. And we were at, a, I think, a crossroad for tools for people who do electronics. And now it is the expectation that you should be able to move your board files in some way to other packages, or at least the ones that you can are the ones that people are using. A lot of people start with KiCad, then they go to Eagle. I think that's a good thing. So I don't know another way to go from KiCad to Eagle, but definitely Eagle can export to KiCad. Yep, XML for the win. Yeah. So anyways, and you know, it's up to all of us. I think there's a nice way to tell all the tool makers, just like, look, um, we'll always go with the best tool, so let us move our thing between the tools, and when you're the best tool, we'll be with you. Maybe another way to go about it. Cool. And that is this week's Deskable Data. Bye, Thanks, everybody. everybody. Have a great long weekend if you have one. If not, have a happy Monday. Yeah, bye.